Asia Pacific Report with Sanusha Naidu. Sanusha, very good morning to you and welcome. Uh, good morning and thank you for having me again. So, elections in Indonesia, close three-way race, but uh, Prabowo Subianto favoured to win. Yes, so this is quite a big election for uh, Indonesia. I think uh, what is important there is that the election will determine how the country is is defined going forward. But the three candidates, and in particular, I think the the candidate that we had mentioned, um, is really going to be... Um, quite a close call because in in the way that the election is playing out in uh, Indonesia, you've got a group of uh, voters who are not necessarily only looking at um, the vote in terms of um, where does this go, but also in terms of uh, how does this um, play to its regional space. So at the moment, news outlets like Al Jazeera and others are claiming that, you know, that Prabhu Prabhu has actually claimed the presidential race. And the problem there is that um, they're still counting. But, of course, he's defense minister and he claims victory in the election uh, after unofficial figures have shown him well ahead in the in, in, in the polls, ahead of opponents. And you have about 200 million people registered to vote um, in Indonesia. So it's one of the biggest elections in um, the South Asian, the Southeast Asian region, but also is one of the biggest elections in the world. So the other complicating factor has been that rain and heavy um, increment weather has also caused trouble for um, election day and so forth. But anyway, the real problem, the real issue is that the, 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 the sorry, I've got a very bad uh, No, no, it's fine. <clears throat> the other thing is that um, the victory in this election will also determine what regional uh, politics will be like. What will be the relationship with China? What will be the relationship with uh, the US? How would regional politics define itself? Um, and, you know, the, 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 the issue at hand is also that um, it will determine how um, the parties will, uh, especially the, the the president, will work with um, bigger um, issues with regard to not just the domestic, but also in terms of um, what will happen in in ASEAN and so forth. Now, in India, the capital has been locked down as farmers uh, mess over crop prices. Yes. So this story is really based on the fact that the farmers are claiming that last year there were promises made following similar types of, of protest where they were the, the government decided that they would actually um, pay farmers an increased subsidy for their for their crops. And so what the farmers are claiming is that this has not been um, honoured by the government and in fact they feel that the government has ignored their demands in terms of the crop yield and the price that government will pay buying the crops from farmers so in the week farmers had become quite agitated and descended onto new delhi the capital and what police had done is they barricaded the city and they barricaded um the roads 
especially from um, the rural areas coming into the city. And they ended up in major clashes between police and the farmers uh, with the tear gas and um, with all kinds of ways and means to push the farmers back. And this is, doesn't bode well for the image of um, for the Modi government or for the, for the Indian government because the farmers actually are quite an instrumental uh, lifeline to India's food security, but also in feeding uh, and providing um, crop, uh, providing uh, food food products to the market. So, one newspaper outlet or online outlet was reporting that the kind of heavy-handedness that you're seeing in response to what's going on is that it seems as if the Indian government have become much more aggressive towards these kinds of protests. And if you're going to be aggressive towards these kinds of protesters, especially these are people that are play, uh, that are playing a vital role to the country's agricultural sector and output, then it doesn't necessarily mean that the Modi government is taking this seriously. So these tensions are going to permeate. They're going to continue. And I think what's going to happen is that you're going to continue to see these this tussle between the government and the Indian farmers. And, of course, Indian farmers are also becoming quite agitated because of the fact that uh, they want a double uh, uh, a, a double uh, um, percentage in how much the, the, the Indian government buys back from them in terms of their crop yields and so forth. And then more Australians are shoplifting groceries amid discontent with uh, what they feel are rip off supermarket chains and, and food inflation woes. Yeah, it's quite a it's quite a um, interesting space because what's going on there is that the the Australian economy hasn't really been well, like every economy in the world hasn't been doing really well. And you're beginning to see that taking strain in terms of what's happening with um with, with with people feeling that they need to essentially start uh finding ways or rather creative ways of um what you call this feeding themselves so what's happening is that more and more people are finding themselves in a very desperate set of times and they are beginning to realize that the food inflation the price of food has been skyrocketing and that there's been more and more of the supermarkets that are revealing that they have been over that 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 uh, there's been accusations that they've been overpricing products and that there's no incentive to cut prices and so what's happening is that there's 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 there's, there's this, this this kind of escalation of where basic food products milk, vegetables, um, and of course, chocolate biscuits, which is Tim Tams, um, are being stolen or being shoplifted over the past three years. And this is now happening by what some people call a marketing employee who uses a, a pseudonym and says, he, this person goes out with the intention to steal. And of course, he pops things into a recycled shopping bag he carries. The habit started at the end of the pandemic. So the pandemic has also played a role in terms of how much the revival of the economy, the kind of um, the way in which the economy could actually revitalize itself hasn't really materialized. And so this now is quite a, 
it, 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 you know, some people will see the funny side of it, but I think we should not because we have to understand even in South Africa, people are really becoming uh, food insecure. I think in South Africa, it's noted that we're going to have by 2025, three or four provinces with food, with, with food uh, hunger escalating. And so I think the challenge here is that we've got to be able to understand that uh, shoplifting for basic foods, and especially when, uh, when when you have these international crises and how it affects people, this is going to become par for the course. So what we're seeing in Australia um, is something that we should not necessarily just shrug off, but rather... I think that there's also the question of how people are feeling when they walk into a supermarket and they feel that supermarket uh, chains, especially the authorities, don't actually provide them with any kind of consumer relief and consumer um, change. And this is anger. This is what happens when you enter into a kind of economic crisis where we are, where the world is, when there's anger towards the government, anger towards uh, big capital and anger towards uh, those that can have the means but do not want to actually be able to change the system. So a low income earner uh, who struggles to put food on their table three nights a week, they become part of um, a group of people that just say that the only way we can survive is if we are able to steal or we're able to shoplift. And that's just what's happening. All right, Sanusha, as always, thank you for your time and all the best with the flu. Thank you. That was this week's Asia Pacific Report.